everyone. Welcome to episode 181 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. We got some stuff we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. and it's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? I'm excited. Oh. Let's get into this. Right. Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Don't even need you. Listen. <laughs> no, I do need you. I am under no false pretense that you in any way need me, buddy. This uh, this this podcast is driven by you, by the way. Is that the story we're going with? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't sit here and blabber on about myself for sure. You could an hour. Absolutely. No, it would be it would be an hour of non sequiturs. Non sequiturs. Right? Did I use that word right? All right. Let's just keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I absolutely cannot with you this evening. Um, is there anything else? No. No. It's just that you have you're all about odd numbers today. I am because you can't even. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You stole that. I did. Oh, I've used it plenty of times. Stolen. Yeah. They're not stolen. Well, I'm not I don't write my own jokes. Thank God for that. Yeah. Thanks, Satan. You don't do that, sir. Yeah. Um so I don't know if there's been any news. I don't know if anything out there has Nothing's piqued my interest that I can think of. Like, what's going on? Yeah, nothing really. Everything seems pretty calm. Yeah, there's a a bunch of stuff. um, Well, there always is, but, uh, you know, there's a bunch of stuff coming out. A lot of films coming out that we'd like to review. um, Mm -hmm. Waiting. We'll talk about Spider Man next week. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Peter Spider Man. Um, I am. You're excited. Yep. Yeah, you are. Super excited. That Tom Holland. He's a cutie, huh? Okay. <laughs> Damn I'm Brits. nothing against the kid. I just... You know, there's uh, been three Spider-Men and two of them have been Brits. Brit- Why would that surprise you? I don't know. I'm just saying. He's from Queens. I'm just saying. No, he's not. He's from England. Well, the, the character. Queens doesn't even exist where they are. It's I a know. set. Yeah. Of Wait, what, these movies are make-believe? Of what Queens me? has never looked like, nor yeah. will it ever, I'm sure. There's some stock footage of probably Brooklyn. We were just there. I, I will say this. This isn't movie-related, but we did go. We were just recently in Queens. And um, I was surprised. We haven't been to the city very often in, um, since the pandemic. I love how you're saying Queens, and now you're talking about the city because you realize those are two different boroughs. It's all the same. Listen, listen. It's all the same. Um, but usually we'll go down and we'll drive right to where we need to go, you know, visit your sister or whatever, and then we're out. But um, this time we actually were in public. And I was really surprised with the amount of people that were actually wearing masks, mm-hmm. you know. Not that I thought there'd be like everybody would be maskless, but I was just surprised that like, like 90% of people were wearing masks. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, well, in the place that we went to, you had to. So there well, was yeah, that. But I just mean on the, on the street mm-hmm. of the city, because we are in the streets of the city. <laughs> It's where we were, all right? The rough and tough streets of New York City. Yeah, the rough and tough streets of Gramercy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know how crazy, crazy it gets over there. Oh, God. You got to watch your, you got to clutch your purse. Yeah. Right? Is that, okay. Anyway, yeah. So I was surprised by that. Clutch was, your pearls at the, at yeah. the, uh, like, private park that is Gramercy. <laughs> yeah. That you have to have a key. Yeah. To even get into as a resident. Um, uh, yeah, so, well, we we went to the um, Friends Experience, which was yep. very, very touristy of, of us and normally not something that I ever do because I uh, I couldn't, I've never been to any of the um, landmarks as an adult. 
we were forced to go as kids on school trips because God forbid they pick another fucking place. Yeah. Um, but I would never like never in my adult life was I like, oh, let's go to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And I'm sure that I would probably go and be like, oh, you know what? This was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I just uh, I just had it. I'd been there so many times <laughs> yeah. as a kid. And um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> just What's that thing? You know, it's like wherever you I've grow up. I've been to the is, Chrysler yeah. Building. I've been, to, I've been to the Empire State Building. I know I've been to these places, but just never as an adult. I just didn't have any interest in uh, any of it. Yeah. Um, because I, I lived there. So it was like you didn't go to these places. And so... Um, we went to, to this, to the Friends Experience, which was like a whole bunch of set stuff and costume yeah. and you get to take a bunch of pictures and, um, it was pretty cool, I have to yeah. say. It was pretty interesting. Was, I liked it. It was pretty it. fun. Yeah. I was surprised. Like, I never, I've never even heard of it, anything like that before, you know, but it was, uh. What? A pop-up? Well, just like that sort of thing. Like, an, the experience, like, you know, and look, it's just basically like. Um, you know, they have memorabilia, which may or may not be the actual stuff. I don't, I don't know. Um, but then, you know, you go through and you take pictures in a lot of specific famous scenes, like pivot scene and whatever, you know, and, and so that was kind of interesting. But, yeah. Um, which by the way, I mean, like I, I would like to give credit to the, the people oh God, that yeah. have to work there and say the same thing literally one after like one group after another. It's not even like every 20 you know, minutes or something, they have to repeat the same spiel. It's like literally every group that comes up for the photo op, they have yep. to say the same thing. But uh, their countdown for where to look wasn't always right. It was yeah. like one, two, three, look over there. And I specifically, uh, there was in the pivot picture, which was like the one I wanted the most. I'm mm -hmm. just looking off because yeah. that was, you were way off, sir. Uh, what was interesting was that everybody there was like at the very least a... a like a, a Gen Zer, yeah, and had absolutely no interest in the show. Yeah. I knew nothing about it, and so I was just like, "What are you doing here?" Like, I yeah. mean, I get, I get that it's a paycheck, but that was probably my only complaint. Was like, I really felt like they needed some Gen Xers and Millennials at the very least, yeah, um, because these kids just did not give a shit. <laughs> it was like, well, the show's so outdated too. I mean, most of them don't even like it, and because it's you know, it's yeah, but it's dated. not their generation like yeah. so i just uh, like it's probably because they pay shit and only like younger people would be able to actually work there yeah. but um that was like the one thing that i was just it felt it felt like they were like oh great the freaking gen xers and millennials are coming in like yeah. let's just amuse them and so yeah it was it felt like a little disjointed in that yeah. way but it was still fun and the scenes were really cool and um yeah yeah i liked it yeah, it the was weird. gift shop, however, the prices you can go kiss my ass with yeah, with so that shit. Way, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know who the hell's paying sixty dollars for Hugsy, but it, it it's not this bitch. Yeah, get all that <laughs> stuff on online somewhere. I know. don't know, it Etsy just or something. They were like, your sister says Itsy or Etsy. It, Etsy, yeah, she says Etsy. <laughs> Etsy. Um, it's very very expensive. So yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm not not buying anything from here. Um, but yeah, so. That was fun. Uh, you know, there the, there was this one incident, right? Oh, I shouldn't say incident. It was just this one thing that happened where we were on the pivot picture thing, and then somebody took a picture and their eyes were closed. Remember, they had him do it again. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't yeah, paying so, attention to that. Um, and I know he was like kind of nervous to make them go up because people are like waiting or whatever. But I, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't give a shit. But and that made me think, like, you know, it would be a lot easier if 
if you're trying to capture this moment, why wouldn't you just do like three or four rapid shots and then yeah. you could just pick one, you know? Well, because they have to send all those to you and know. then they'd have to send more pictures and stuff. And it's going to take, I don't know. I don't know. It just made me think. Yeah. I thought they should just put it on a big screen like when you get on a roller coaster and you could be like, there you go. That's your picture. Yeah. And they, were, <laughs> they had this, this really kind of like, we had this really like dumb moment where we're like waiting outside the bathroom. Like your sister went into the bathroom and we're like, okay, we'll wait out here. Yes. But the bat the the bathroom door was the bathroom to more doors for the actual there's there was Who three would stalls. Have known that? I never like how do we know that? I mean the guy that came over and said something because he worked there, but um it's like there's no it just looks like a normal bathroom. It looks like a single bathroom door yeah. and you and Gabe we're, were just, just standing, standing outside like of idiots, it waiting like, and the guy's like, There's more bathrooms in oh, there. Oh he's like, You guys wait and we're like, Yep. And he's like, There's three people in there already. And I'm like, I don't, I hope not. Like, <laughs> If not, my sister's in peril. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, there's three bathrooms in here, guys. I'm like, all right, like we should know this automatically. Like, Yeah, it, it was really weird the way they did that. Um, should be like one of those doors that doesn't have a, you know, that just swings or whatever. Something. I don't know. I don't know. We also got sneezed on by a Frenchman, sir. We didn't appreciate that. Did yeah. I don't remember that. Jacques didn't appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we, we watched some stuff, reviewed some things. Mm-hmm. I was actually going in another direction, and I wound up going with one of these films. Um, and I and I almost didn't watch it. I was going to watch it eventually, but I almost put it on the back burner because mm-hmm. I let other people's opinions sort of determine. Mm-hmm. Like, my interest, it was like, oh, okay, it did, you know, like, people had lots of complaints about it. Um and so, you know, again, like we've talked about this, don't do that. Yeah. You got to not do that. You because, not do that. you know, I do want to say one thing, though, um, uh, with the friends experience. Why was there not something like in memory of uh, for, uh, for Gunther? Yeah. Like he almost he didn't exist. I didn't see him in anything. Yeah. I don't think at all. And like he just passed away and it was like, come on. And it's had, they had some quotes by him and stuff. How whatever, do you not have like a picture up of Gunther yeah, or something like, you know, he, ju- literally, he, he literally just died. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. I'm rambling, but I just thought like that was kind of, kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, so going back into it, we watched two films, uh, one of, one, which we paid for, mm-hmm. you know, can't be afraid to do that. Yeah. We don't go to the movies really hardly ever unless it's some giant blockbuster that you want to see. So it's like, you yeah, know, and I, was what's... He- and I was hesitant to even do that, but there's no way I'm making it even one day without spoilers. This film is going to be loaded with spoilers. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so we um, we got to watching The Night House, which I think was like five bucks or something on Amazon, maybe four bucks something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and uh, we watched. Uh, the oh, Jesus Christ was it the Unforgivable? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the Unforgivable, um, and that's on Netflix, which mm-hmm. is all sorts of free if you have Netflix mm-hmm. already. Um, and that was the film that I, I just kind of like. People started sort of writing reviews and getting kind of iffy with it, and I thought, okay, mm-hmm. well, I want it. Still looks really interesting to me, but maybe I won't rush to see it. I don't know something. Like tonight, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of in the mood for this, and I'm going to give it a shot. Which one do you want to start with? Your 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 pick. Um, go. Let's start with Sandy B. I guess you want to go with Sandy B. Yeah. Look at me, I'm Sandra Sandy B. B. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the what the movie un- is that from? What song is that from? 
That's from Greece. Very good, which you still haven't seen. I've seen it enough. You've been present for parts yeah. of it when I've had it on, but you do yeah. not know. Um, the, the, so the, I'll start with this one, I guess. Um, back of it. So this. So you're going to start with it. So you're going to start with all the information. Go ahead. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Do your thing. No. 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 I'd like to hear. Props I, to everybody involved. <laughs> I'd like to hear what you're going to say. Okay. Um. This is. Uh. I think Sandra B had everything to do with this film, right? Uh, she did. She everything. played all the roles yep, and yep. did everything in it. Yep. Correct. Good job. Unless you know, I guess there's other people you can shout out if you want. I guess. Uh, like the director. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. So, uh, directed by Nora Fingshite. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Okay. Fingshite. 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 It's German. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Craig was one of the writers. There was a shit ton of writers. You know, IMDb, it, go through it. Uh, Sandra B., uh, Viola Davis, Vincent D'Onofrio, John Bernthal, a uh, whole bunch of folks uh, in this. Um, Richard Thomas, who is like always the guy from It for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda Emmond, who uh, was in uh, Julie and Julia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say it's Aisling. Sure. Aisling. Sure. Uh, she was in... Um, Game of Thrones. She was in Game of Thrones, but she was also in that other friggin' movie that uh, we actually reviewed, mm-hmm. The Nightingale. Um, mm. Anyway, so uh, part of the complaints that I heard about this was that, you know, Viola Davis was, uh, you know, she's she's top build, but a minor character. And, you know, there's there's that constant, like... Well, this is a top build character, then obviously they have to have like a the biggest part, which is not always, you know, you can be just as effective. Like a great actor like that, if they're into the script, they, they'll they do their thing. Yeah. Even though it's a smaller part, i.e. John Bernthal. Yeah. Uh, you know, Viola and John are, are big wig actors and they, they have smaller roles in this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, go. Okay. So uh, it was good. You go. <laughs> no, um, uh, I knew. I I think I barely watched the trailer for this. Um, you played the trailer, and I don't remember if I even sat through the whole thing because I was like working or something. But um, so I didn't really know too much. I, I knew the I knew the idea. I knew the I knew the the plot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's gets out of prison, and she's kind of a judge. But I didn't know any anything else other than that it was like the Sandra Bullock prison movie. You know, right. Um, and it was like a little more rough, you know, it wasn't like a, a romantic comedy or something, you know. We call those we're, rom-coms, sir. We're miles away from the proposal in this one, so. It's a great freaking film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you got Sandy B who is going to give you a good performance in anything. You know, she comes, she does her homework, she does her thing. Not a, a aside from Bird Box, not something we usually see her. Uh, yeah, right. I like in. the, um, you know, I like to see how people that generally stick to one genre or one character type when they kind of branch out. And so I appreciate that from her. And she did a very good job, as it's to be expected. <laughs> she did very good job. She did very good job. Um, uh, it was like a an interesting character. I would have liked to have seen... I mean, the ending is kind of like... I was interested to see where they are going to go with the ending, if they were going to do like a typical ending, which they ended up doing, or yeah. if they were going to go with something a little more darker. I would have... You and I both would have preferred the darker ending. Um, cause we like those cause we're twisted like that. But, um, but it's still, but it was still good. I don't know that I wanted a dark ending so much as darker, I wanted more of a cliffhanger. Like I didn't yeah. want it so neatly wrapped yeah, up. Yeah. 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 But it was, you know, it was, uh, spoilers. Yeah, of course. Uh, and Viola Davis, I mean, look, if she has Freaking one line in a film, you put her goddamn name on the poster. Okay. 
She's a goddamn legend already. <laughs> Voila Davis is my probably one of my favorite actors she's of all time. She's amazing. This this she's crazy. She can be mm-hmm, attitude or she can be like broken and like I mean she can do anything. Mm-hmm, attitude. Mm-hmm, attitude. Because <laughs> I saw that. Like she has that ability to give that look like you know, you have some weird woman in your house and she can just give you that look like, are you fucking yeah, crazy right now? But it's but it's not like, eye, yeah. it's just so perfectly subtle. Like, I mean, whatever. That's like a million tri- <clears throat> tricks in her bag. But she's yeah. just, um, there's a couple things in here that like, I don't know, that were like. Not so much for you? I really liked the film. But there are a few things in it that kind of irked me a little bit. Well, but I don't want it to take away from the fact that I really look. Let's first shout out that this is the the least Netflix Netflix. Yeah, this film. was this. I was actually just going to get into that. Like we always complain about these films because they always feel like the same film. Like they have the same aesthetic, but this one felt more, maybe more independent. It was a edgier I think, yeah, than it had like a nice go. a nice aesthetic to it. Um, uh, and so I appreciated that. It looked it looked really good, and I thought it was really well shot. Um, they had a lot of like kind of dreamy sequences. Then they played with a lot of depth of field and stuff, which I appreciate that. So I thought in that regards, it was really well done. My biggest problem with the film, and it's not even a huge problem because the film was great, but was the was the the brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like their motivations should have been switched. Like I didn't like. It was very the, cliche. The one brother who was like, I mean, look, this is something that happened. This is something they're dealing with all the time. And this one brother, the I guess the younger brother, doesn't really remember it too well. So he's kind of like, just you can't, you gotta mm-hmm. like, you gotta like not do this. And then kind of just, just switched for me. Yeah. And was like, all of a sudden now he's like, wants to kill everybody. And so. I will kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. And then the, and then the older brother who was all about it kind of like chickened out, which is fine. I don't mind his arc, but. Well, he was out getting the booty call yeah, from well, his brothers, brother. from his sister-in-law. Yeah. So. You can tell that this used to be a show, and because of yeah. all these things that happened, yeah. were, which were really interesting. I think a lot of a lot of the things that happened were really interesting, and they have some great but there character wasn't stuff. Enough time. But there wasn't enough time. Yeah. Like the brother, that switch for the brother, I could have seen that happening over six episodes to be much more organic. Yeah. Um, Even so, over two episodes, but yeah. it needed more time. Like because if they would have just had him be the one that hated her from the get go. Yeah. It, I think it would have been a much cleaner film that way instead of having to kind of shoehorn this in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, the motivation because it's like weird. you don't sit around for twenty years and not hate somebody, and then all of a sudden hate them for you know, like you yeah. want to kill their sister. Especially if the one who seemed to be the most um, uh, motivated to do this was sleeping with his wife, then you yeah. would think he would be the one that'd be like, "No, no, no, dude, let's not yeah. like do anything stupid." Um, because I, so it yeah. did seem like just kind of weird that that part was a little bit forced for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because I think that's what really kind of it was just that that whole relationship with the brothers, and then like why is he sleeping with the why? Like what is their relationship? I don't know anything about so... you know. So it's like it's that part of it. I think could have been trimmed out and just had the two brothers, and you know they felt this way, and then they did the thing, and then. You can really kind of focus because now I'm like, wait, why is the brother cheating? Like, is she unhappy in the marriage? Like, what is ha- like, what is well, all this? Clearly, it just because happened. they showed that in the beginning. If you were paying attention, well, they had the Paul, one scene, but it's still uh, like there was obviously a disconnect between them. And then when they were at that, I don't know, speech, uh, yeah, uh, 
party thing, whatever, yeah. that when they got into this, talking about the speeches and stuff, you know, she came out. But when they were in there, you could see that they kind of had a friendly relationship. So I wasn't incredibly surprised by that, I guess. But it was a weird choice in such a short amount of time to have put in the film. I think that the one thing that bothered me, I mean, that I didn't like about it. But what I actually was a bit more like meh about was the fact that pretty much 90% of this film was a build, was the build up to the end and then it kind of nothing happened. Yeah. Like so from the moment she got out, these people had been watching her. Mm-hmm. And so you knew like they are going to mess with her at the end. This yeah. is not going to end well with her. And then it just like kind of happened and it was over. Yeah. And it was like all of that, like this whole film, like we just sat here waiting for something massive and yeah. she's not even going to get shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, in the shoulder or something? Me, in the shin something, <laughs> yeah. like pop a kneecap or something. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, no no shade to Sandy there, but she's she's, she's a tough chick, you know, should have been all right. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought like it was kind of like, oh no. And then she just walked out. It was like, yeah. oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a little, and, and again, I think maybe in a show that would have happened over the entire episode that they would have been mm-hmm. there or something, but it was too rushed yeah. for a film. Uh, again, stop doing that. Stop making shows into films. It doesn't work. You can make films into shows, but you can't go the other way around. Yeah. They're always rushed. It's like um, taking a book and making a movie. There's just too much there. There's just a lot uh, that gets left out. I will say, by the way, that I did read um, I Know This Much Is True. And uh, it's like a 900-page book. Mm-hmm. And we obviously reviewed the show. It was my favorite show mm-hmm. um, this year. It was amazing. It's easily in my top five favorite series. Um, and... There was there was a bunch of stuff that was left out that didn't really ruin it for me. Like I wasn't like, oh, if this yeah. was in, it would have been a completely different thing. Yeah. But the funny thing was like this one small thing that they added in there, even at, I was like, oh, you know, like even though I knew everything that was going to happen because I didn't see this thing coming. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. Um, so that was like kind of the first time that and Shutter Island were the two times that I read a film, watched the, a movie and or show and was like, OK, mm. pretty close. Right. Uh, still really enjoy that. Um, anyway, back to the film. Um, so, yeah, there it wasn't perfect and it, it, it had its issues, but it was Far better than I thought it was going to be, especially after the reviews that people were giving it. I didn't think it was going to be stellar because, I don't know, there's just sort of that stigma with Netflix productions that they they yeah. don't really stretch very far. It's like they're always, at the most, they're very good, but they're never great. Right. And uh, this wasn't great, but it was very good. And there was a scene between Viola Davis and Sandra oh, God, Bullock so good. that... Like that scene alone, just on an actor's perspective, as a filmmaker, was worth watching. Um, the dynamic between the two of them was great. And, you know, it it just requires... This is the thing about uh, an actor like Viola Davis is that she is more than capable of snot crying her way through a scene with probably little effort, right? She's probably <laughs> like, give me 10 seconds. I'll drum all that shit up. I'll get my sinuses working and we're going to go. Um, but in this moment, it wasn't her time. It was Sandra Bullock's time. Mm-hmm. And so she had this amazing way of sort of being the supporting actor and knowing that she was capable of stealing that scene. Yeah. But 
that's you know it's really important as an actor to know your your place in that mm. moment and by her holding back and staying in that character which was very staunch yeah um it it made it that much better uh, but it's just like yeah i know that if she wanted to she could but she would her character would have no reason to do that yeah but i'm just saying that you know when you see what she's capable of emotionally you're like oh man was that frustrating because she probably could have given like so much more right um but it's you know part of being a supporting actor is that timing and feeling yeah. that timing out yeah and knowing when when to go 10 and when to stay at 5 yeah and i thought that you know, it wasn't over the top for Sandra Bullock either. It was just a really heartbreaking moment. It was and a great scene. Like, the, that's the reveal. It was yeah. like, oh, right, but I didn't even see that coming. Yeah. I thought, like, don't get me I wrong. I didn't see that Through coming. the entire film, I was like, this seems so unlike her. So I knew, like, there was something. What I mean, I just assumed. Because they didn't show the actual act. Yeah, so, I just yeah, assumed. Because, like, when they made it seem like, oh, she killed a cop. I'm like, that totally wasn't on purpose. Yeah. You know, like there was no way that that character like saw the cop coming through and shot, you know, but I didn't see the twist that they added to it. But yeah. I knew for sure, like she wasn't a cold blooded murderer, that it yeah. was probably her being like, I thought she got scared or like dropped the gun or something stupid happened, yeah. you know. Um, they also did a great job casting because the little girl looked so much yeah. like the actual actress and they rarely do that. They yeah. usually like, it's like, oh, this is her sister who's blonde with blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> They look nothing they look alike. Similar. Yeah, and she looked a lot like the, yeah her younger counterpart. Yeah, she they looked a lot alike, and the little girl did a pretty good job too. Yeah. Um, she's you know young actress, and and she did a pretty Except good for job. That pancake, I guess. I I don't know. They got to teach that girl how to eat a pancake. I I was stressing out. She was just fighting it. it oh, my like... other my other small gripe was the age thing. I, I wasn't clear. Yes. You know, I, I, it probably worked out because you don't make a film like this without thinking about things like ages. But for some reason, like I didn't understand. I still like, don't feel like was she it gone did. for the full twenty years? So how old was this girl? Because she looked. I mean, she looked like a college student. 18, you know, 19, you know, like she, yeah. there's no way she was 25. No. And know? that that was what was weird because they did sort of like stress that she'd only done 20 years right. and that she was out on good behavior. So and then she had said, I've been writing these letters for 20 years. She didn't say I was writing these letters for nearly 20 years. Right. She specifically says 20 years. And you're like, OK, so this kid was five right. when she got arrested which would make her 25 and she's obviously not still in college yeah at 25 for for and music she just look i mean like people look young and i get that but like usually when you're casting you don't want unless it's a part of the character that they look young you generally don't want to cast outside of the age range right like either direction I thought usually initially she was a high school student that's what i thought too i thought she was like 17 18 and then when they were like you know when the mom or whatever was like you know she's an adult i'm like okay so she's at least 18 years old yeah. i'm like there's no way this girl's 21 yeah you know so yeah the age was i it would have made a little bit more sense if she was older or if they were like oh i was away for 15 years i'd be like i'll buy that i'll buy 15 years because yeah. she'd be 20 yeah but uh yeah the the age thing was kind of kind of freaking us out i also want to just scold bernthal's character for not helping her when she got kicked in the face yeah. at work i mean Again, i understand another, another great role for him because yeah it's small but it's nice to see him not play a badass yeah he was you know what i mean like it's i mean he, kind they of still him, made like, him an ex-con yeah, because yeah. they have to i don't know if, there, if it's like in his contract or something that he has to have a shady past there's uh <laughs> like, there's no way to, to to kind of buff that edge of him off 
but you can kind Has of like John Bernthal ever been a character where he wasn't suspect? Yeah, I don't know. Wolf of Wall Street criminal. Was that, was that Virginia? Vir- sweet. What was that? Psychopath. What was that? Sweet Virginia. Oh, Psychopath. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wolf of Wall Street criminal. Yeah. Uh, Punisher. Oh, yeah, Punisher. Criminal vigilante yeah. type person. Um, there's that Punisher other... was like Bernthal at fucking eleven. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's another film that I'm waiting to see him in that's on the queue. It's like something mechanics, something whatever. Mm. Also, I think it, it, there's like some shady goings ons there. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead again. Yeah. Shady. You know, it's just like, can this man just be? Well, I think he can. I think he's certainly capable of doing that. But it's like, hey, that's like you know, you're gonna take the role like. Even within what he is drawn to or, or plays well, like I think there's still enough of a very like I think he'd be a good. You had mentioned it while we were watching it, but I think he'd play. I think he'd be good. His comedic timing is really good, and I think he'd do well at some kind of like silly ass movie. But then you know, a lot of times you take a character like Baby Driver, Dick. Yeah, you take a like. I just don't want him to go down Fury, the path. Massive Dick. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't go down the path of playing against that, you know, like where he's kind of making fun of himself for being a tough guy, mm-hmm. you know, like the De Niro, like De Niro does all the time. I'd yeah. like to see him in some comedies and stuff, um, but I know he's had other parts where, like, he's had smaller parts, yeah, um, where he, it, but it's it's just like everything that I think of him in, I'm like, oh god, it it just gets worse and worse. Like when I just said Fury, I. I fucking hated him in that movie. I couldn't stand him in that movie. Yeah. His character was awful. Um, so it's just like he always plays like this really gruff, edgy person or yeah. ex-con or criminal or something. And I'm like, I think he would be such an amazing goof. Or like, I would love to see him in like a really good rom-com, like a well-made rom-com yeah. or something, you know? Anyway, that's just how I feel about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah. It was. I thought it was really good. I thought it was definitely worth the watch for sure. Oh yeah, 100%. I think it's it's actually one of my favorite Netflix films. Yeah, it's definitely up there. It's I'd have definitely to, up I'd have there. to like sit and look at all the titles, but it was. Uh, it, I don't know. I I haven't seen any reviews on it, so I I didn't know. But um, I don't I I don't understand if people are hating on that. I read like three different reviews, and it was like, oh, you know how this fell flat and. You know, not even Viola Davis could save it. So I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. First like, all, if she can't save me. something, like, what, you how bad is There's this? There's nothing she can't save. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, and I was just like, okay, I, it was it the best movie of the year? No, but it was really good. Yeah. It was really it was good. good. Yeah, we had, I had some, some issues with it. And none of those issues were like writing or directing or acting. You know, it was just, yeah. well, maybe writing a little bit, but just in, more of it was just structure. The structure of the story was just a little bit much. Uh, I appreciate everything they tried to put in there because, I, like I said, like I'd be interested to see the show. I think a lot of it and was how that kind trying of to unfolded. squeeze this, the show yeah. into a short time. I think that's yeah. like all of that could have been probably corrected if it if we had just made the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, remade the show. Remade the show, yeah. Because uh, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, okay. So I I really liked it. I'd give it like an A minus. Yeah. I'd, I'd do the same probably. Oh, it was good. Go watch that. It's good. Yeah. A lot of good actors in there. Um, and so jumping ahead to another actor who I absolutely love, uh, we saw The Night House. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I was excited to see this because, uh, you know, I it, it was 
theme wise was kind of right up my alley. Yep. Um, I'm a, a massive uh, Rebecca Hall fan. Yep. I love her work and um, I still have to see her di a directorial debut uh, passing, which is also on Netflix. Um, but uh, so this was a uh, director. Is that the other one you're going to watch? No. Yeah. I'm not going to say it because then you'll like, if you look it up or something, we'll yeah, just leave yeah. it as a surprise. Um, so this was directed by David Bruckner, writer uh, Ben Collin. Uh, there was another writer as well. Uh, Rebecca Hall, Sarah Goldberg, uh, Vondi Curtis Hall, Evan Jonakai, I want to say. Um, so this was, uh, this was really interesting. Yeah, it was. Not in a bad way. No, but not was, in, not was... in a bad way. Um, but here's the here's the really funny thing about the Nighthouse. Um, so the, the this film, it, it's a, it was kind of like when you when you see other people talk about it, they they're calling it a horror movie, and I didn't really consider it a horror movie. I thought it was a very dark psychological thriller, mm -hmm. but it wasn't a horror movie. Yeah, but I think that. But I could see why people for Mark, see it well, that it's way. all marketing, right? Because there's a much bigger audience for horror than there is for psychological sure. thrillers you know yeah i i think uh uh pts as i call them okay okay <laughs> i think pts are Physical much therapy. more popular than people give them credit for it's always like oh well you know you have to say yeah. it's a horror movie because you can't say it's it's a psychological sure, but thriller never but be I as think popular people as love psychological th thrillers yeah. and it's that thing where it's like we just think that they're not as popular mm. so we keep going with like oh just go with horror and it's like um, or just you know call it a psychological thriller um i don't think i saw this trailer either i'm trying to i feel like i saw this trailer a while back i feel so like i did I see like portions of it though waiting but. for it and uh did finally get around to it. Um, I've seen probably most of all of Rebecca's work. Um, I really love her as an actor. I mm -hmm. think she's a really underrated actor. And you know the thing with her for me what is, is that, I mean, look, she's an amazing actor. Oh, God, here we go. But the, her work with subtlety is so good and precise and natural, you okay. know? Like, uh, I shouldn't say precise. That's a weird adjective for that. But it's like, it, her. it's just like, I just feel like she is always whatever she's playing, you know. She's very natural. Because she has this that thing that I love that actors have when they're just like natural and there's just these little subtleties they do because and it's stuff that you never think about, right? This is why I was never a good actor because I'd think about these subtleties that I'd have it's to do just whereas like raising like, your brow at be, the right moment yeah, or like the way you face. look at the way yeah. you look over or like the way you kind of move your all within the confines of being that character. She does that so well that it's like something I'm like, wow, that's, I don't know. I thought it was, you know, that's what, I, that's what I love about her and that, but she's, I don't know. She's like that one person. She's a, one of those people for me that it's just like, all right. Yeah. It's like, whatever. And then I see her in it and I'm like, damn, she's good. She's so good. I don't yeah. know why you don't yeah. love her more. I think it's cause she's gangly. Is that what it no, is? It's not. I'm good just grief. She's amazing. And uh, she's a really, she's a very, you know very, what it is? She's not actor. in a lot of things. She is. You know, she is in a lot of she's things. Not she in just a lot of popular do... things. So she's not in my kind of like she's mind not a lot. mainstream, right, exactly. but she's in a lot of great stuff. She does a lot of high quality stuff. She just doesn't like, she's not in Marvel. So that's why you don't know no, her. No, not that. Just was, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She'd exactly. Be great in Marvel. Exactly. It's because everyone kind of like passes through Marvel or DC somewhere yeah. or something like that. And then she, ha you know, she just kind of sticks to more independent uh, type productions. I'm high end, but still, you know, more indie, like not stuff that uh, is massively talked about. And, mm -hmm. and so I, I think maybe aside from the town, that was like 
the first time yeah. I'd seen her. Yeah. And then uh, I just kind of started following her after that film. And I was like, okay, this was really good. And uh, so this film, it's, it's really funny. If I had the opportunity to talk to the writer and director, writers and director, um, my question would be, was the ending supposed to be metaphorical? Because if it was, I loved it. If it wasn't, I liked it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It, I mean, so this is like complete, like performances aside, right? Not talking about performances, cinematography, none of that. Like just, just talking straight storyline. I loved the idea of all of the eerie and dark aspects of this film actually being metaphors for mental illness. Right. Right. I love that as a concept. If it was straightforward, which is like, you know, how it was shown. Now, and here's another thing. I haven't gone into like reading articles about this because I don't want to find out that it, that was, it was supposed yeah. to be straightforward. I am walking away from this movie. <laughs> I'm going to believe that it is I am not. Wa- I don't care what the director or writers say to me. <laughs> I'm walking away from this movie saying that all of the darkness and demons in this movie were actually metaphors for their mental decline Mm -hmm. and their mental health and their decline and that lack of clarity that they were having in those moments. And that's how we got where we are. Also the, um, but I think that's the beauty of, of filmmaking as an art, right? Sure. Because they, maybe they didn't mean it that way, but you took it that way. Yeah. 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 But I just felt like if it was, if if her husband really did think, <clears throat> not think, if her husband really did make a deal with, uh, I, I guess we want to say the Grim Reaper at that point, right? Yeah. It'd be this this kind of the demonic whatever, Grim yeah. Reaper kind who of. was who who wanted her back. Um, all of that, like if that was literal, I didn't think that that was as strong of a story. What I loved about it was the thought of his mental state being so jaded that he thought that's what he was doing. Yeah. And he'd come up with this theory in his mind of what was going on and that he was using it as an excuse to sort of satiate his own demons and and inner workings. I mean, the note kind of brings that into question, right? Because if that was a decline and the note which was like nothing is following you or whatever it said nothing you're is... safe now yeah, but so... you're safe yeah but that's... and why is it that like whenever you like why are notes always so abstract if i'm writing a note to you and i'm killing myself saying like listen that devil that you thought was following like i would just take the time well, to the idea is, explain it the idea is that when somebody kills themselves they're themselves they're not in their right mind right no, so know, you're not working like, can i get some details here <laughs> you're not working in a really helpful manner yeah uh your mind is not your best friend in, in that moment and so that just further proves my point where i think that it would be interesting if he's writing that because he just really believes this in his head it's like oh yeah, yeah. you're safe now uh, you know, I've done all these things. Crazy. They're both the same amount of crazy. I think, no, well, about I think, the same thing. I think the idea, like, here's here's where there's a super, could be both, right? Like, if there's definitely a supernatural aspect to it, yeah. right? For sure. Um, <clears throat> but if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, maybe there isn't. Maybe she was declining as well. Yeah. It's just what are the odds? What are the odds that a husband and wife would both go down such a steep decline 
mentally, right? right. That's not very similar and specific. Yeah, that's ones. not yeah. likely. So the way I wanted to interpret it was that, you know, they both she had had her her issues and anxieties yeah, and all was that established, stuff. Yeah. Right. And he was there to sort of quell that. Yep. Um and she was so involved in her life and trying to keep herself in check that she missed all of the signs on his part. Yeah. And so there was that irony that he had been there for her the whole time and he was there to sort of quell those demons to her for her and she could not do the same for him. But I did feel like there was a supernatural element, you know, with the listen, with the radio turning on, absolutely not. No, yeah. Absolutely not. I like I love I really I loved the story and I understood where she had to do these things because that's where the storyline was going. Yeah. But what the hell is with people getting up to observe crazy shit that happens in their house in the middle of the night? You know, it's, by yourself. It's like that. No, uh, ma'am. I mean, it's that that's the way it's been forever. I mean, Eddie Murphy joked about it back in Raw, you know, and like you and you mention it all the time. It's like, what kind of world do you live in in which like some crazy shit happens and you're like. Well, that was crazy. Time to go to work. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, no, you don't go to work. You fucking you go. You tell somebody, you know, because like a lot of times that happens in films too, right? Some scary shit happens. I was just chased by someone. Now I have a scratch on my arm from a dream that I had a scratch on my arm, and it exists in real life. Yeah. But uh, go when my drinks. spouse asks me what's wrong, oh, nothing. Yeah. What do you mean nothing? Look, I got a scratch in my dream, and here it is. I would have woken you up to yeah. be like, "You're never gonna believe this." Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. And I get, I get that there's a dramatic yeah. element to that. I understand and that, but it's but just it's like, still like, and it's hard to because if you if you just try to problem like I think you can be smarter with it and and allow people to be smart in those films. Not that they necessarily weren't in this film, but I'm just saying in general. So here's the sweet spot that I think because I I understand the necessity for it, but I think the sweet spot needs to be that that character needs to freak out a little bit more. So, yeah. for instance, if I go into the night house version of my house, which is this mirror of my house on the other side yeah. of a lake you never that finished, I live on, slacker. okay, and I pull up a floorboard and there's bitches under there, yeah. I'm fucking screaming. Yeah. Okay? Like, and telling they everybody. They will be able to hear me from towns away. The his, I will be screaming like a freaking banshee if yeah. I find dead bodies underneath this mirrored nighthouse of my home. And it's here's the, like, we've now clarified yeah. that my husband was a fucking psycho serial killer. And it's like, let me go back to my house. You know, like yeah. no way. First of all, I would have both shat and vomited in that moment. Like yeah. there's no way my bowels would have been intact <laughs> after yeah. finding something like that. Yeah. Absolutely not. I just don't understand why there can't be a little bit more of a like, maniacal response and hysteria because that is how people i mean people like become like shell-shocked after seeing stuff yeah. like that more yeah. more times than not yeah. right so you watch like well i do i watch a ton of these true crime documentaries and then they'll interview a, a detective or a police officer that found the body and they'll say like you could see it on these people's faces they're like yeah, I was never the same after that. Meanwhile, this is what you you walked into this profession, yeah, okay, knowing yeah. that you're going to find grisly shit at some point in your life. And this has followed them for 40 years, yeah. right? They're still not the same. And you're telling me that you're going to find out that your husband's a serial killer and you find the bodies inside the basement. You're just going to traipse out of there like that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, I just wish there was. And could we not go everywhere when it's raining at night? <laughs> like. 
take a day trip once in a while, you know? Bring a friend. Yeah, it's not... I Phone a friend. Not, again, not as dramatic, but uh, no way I'm going to the fucking reverse house of mine at night when it's raining. No. No, that's yeah. not happening. Yeah, there's, def- there's definitely night, no not way. Not when it's raining. Not alone. Yeah, and not alone. I'd have dragged that neighbor guy. I'd have yeah. been like, uh, homie, listen, remember listen, when you said- when I don't, I don't know which side you're on, <laughs> yeah, come exactly. with me. You said that you thought everything would be okay. You got to see this. I, yeah. That would have been the first person that I dragged yeah. over. Um, yeah, I, I think that I, I would like to see a little bit more of like a, a realistic approach in thriller writing when things like this happen or when crazy things happen, when- if I'm waking up because the radio has turned itself on yeah. more than once, yeah. first of all, I'm not sleeping. I don't need my BFF to be like, you should probably not stay there. Go stay at a hotel. Like, I don't need instructions for that. Yeah. There's no instructions. Every it's light. Like, you could stay with us. Okay. Yeah. Every light's going <laughs> on in that moment when that happens. I'm calling my friend. Like, I am upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> the radio has turned on. I call the police. Get yeah. someone over here stat on electrician and i'm packing my shit and i'm leaving yeah uh there's just no way that i would have stuck around for that to happen night after night after night i will also give credit to like the weird statuesque thing that she found that thing was really creepy yeah um very like just like and but then again you have that in the house i'm not bringing that into the house yeah yeah for what reason yeah (laughs) for what reason does that need to be in the house yeah you're building an, a, a, a reverse version of our house. You have some creepy-ass plans with, like, devil writing on that. Oh, look at this fucking weird-ass statue. Let me bring of, it like, back home. Of, like, a woman bent uh, bent yeah. backwards and impaled. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I get that, like, she's in this obsessive state of mind, and so it's just, like, you're not yeah, thinking and the, of Yeah, and look, things. there's something to be said for people doing things that they normally wouldn't do when they're scared or in a heightened state, and I get that, but, uh, you know. There comes a point when you have to be like, okay, uh, I'm not going to do that. I just don't like, I don't get why everybody in that state of psychosis is brave. Yeah. Yeah. Brave and stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if, let's say the radio wasn't turning on, but that was her mental decline, like mm-hmm. when she thought that was happening or whatever. Why wasn't that, why wasn't, wasn't she scared of that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, why wouldn't you get a second opinion? Like, come over. I want to see if it turns on when you're here. Because if I hear it and you don't, then I know I'm crazy. Right. Well, you don't yeah. know that you're crazy. That's right. the problem. But that's something, the problem with being crazy. Like she was certainly intelligent enough to think of something like that. Yeah, you know? she was a little too brave. Uh, you could record I, it or whatever. You know, whatever. I did like the um, confrontation with the other woman um, in the yeah. bookstore. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Hall has just like this. She has a really. She's a uh, a really good way of of uh, portraying this sort of like. Uh, uh, it's like this mild like she's condescending but like not in a really overt way yeah um i'm telling you man she lives in the subtleties yeah it's just like it's it's the way that she'll raise her eyebrow or just sort of like snicker at you um she does that really well uh, and and that added so much right it's not like immediately threatening but you know she's not fucking happy yeah she's not like it's not in a way that she is uh blatantly about to kick your ass right um but she's letting you know that she does not like you (laughs) or what you just said or what you're implying or whatever it is and um she just had she'd give she she had zero fucks to give at that point and it it showed and that was really that was really great um and so yeah there there were certain things about it and mostly for me it was just the 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 immense bravery that this 
characters seem to have that I just don't think a normal person would have. Um, but I still thought that it was really good. And I will just go to my grave believing that this was metaphorical. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says to me. That's what makes the movie good for me. Yeah. And I'm, I, that's my story. I'm sticking with it. Yep. Yep. Another watch. I'd say watch it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and what, what, what was, what did we watch this on Amazon? Did you say? I was on Amazon. Yeah, I think it was like four or five bucks, something like that. Yeah. I mean, you could always wait, and I'm sure it'll be free soon. But I mean, it's you like, can, or you it's can. It's worth the rental. Well, they price, had I think. it. They had it's like in the queue at, at at my library, but I was just like, I'm not going to get this for like three months. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to pay for it yeah. um, because I do like her, and, and even if it wasn't great, I you know you got to support the hall because she's yeah, great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no surprises next week when we're talking about freaking Spider-Man. So you know, whatever, gear up, get ready, or yeah, don't, or don't, just skip it. If you're like me, I would probably completely skip that episode. Thwip. <laughs> that's, that's apparently the sound of the web shooters. Uh, Thwip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I'm very I am very not excited for this. It's going to be a lot. I'm a little nervous that there's just going to be too much shit going on. I think but, that's what it is for me. Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of people in this. Yeah. It's kind of like Avengers where it's yeah, like, yeah. it's too many people. It's too yeah. many fucking people. I don't like sure. this. I'm interested Garfield, to see. Garfield, Spider-Man, Spider-Man was like, like toned down. I like and, and And a lot of people didn't know who he was. Like yeah, we yeah. knew who. It's so funny because when. I, I remember a lot of people being like, who the hell is this guy playing Spider-Man? Like, I don't know who this guy is, but we knew who Andrew Garfield was. Like, yeah. we had been following yeah, his, yeah. his indie career. So we were like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. he got cast as Spider-Man. That's amazing. That's what I liked about it was that it was, you know, just kind of like, it felt more indie. And this feels very Marvel. Like, this yeah. is very Marvel and very yeah, fantastical. They all are. And you like, know, you kind of have to just, like, roll with it, you know, but... See, that's the thing. Yeah, is but now the they're first bringing couple... the other Spider-Mans. Like, what's, yeah, what's well, going on? You know, we don't know that for sure. Oh, they totally yet. are. <laughs> Come on. Didn't they, like, write their names and stuff? Wasn't there, like, a fuck-up? I had seen something like that. Oh, I don't know. They had put, like, Andrew stay... Garfield and, like... In the credits of something. And what's his face? Like, uh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. And somebody was like, well, that person's fired. Like, no. I, I don't know. But, mm-hmm. like, who knows? Was that a stunt? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. Andrew Garfield's been saying that he's not in it, but they always do that. Um, but I, what I find interesting is if he is not in it, like mm-hmm. how annoying is that? Like I'm not in the movie, you know. I just did tick tick boom. Can you go watch that? <laughs> yeah, Fucking right. Christ, people, leave me alone. <laughs> I played Spider Man like ten years ago. Yeah, he's very he's very indie. So if he's yeah. not in it, I, I'd imagine he's probably he's annoyed. Not, I'm sure he is. Even if he's not, like he may not he may not be in it, but they could have. Just had his Spider-Man in it with a stunt person, you know? Yeah. Well, then how would we know it's him? You could do like one quick shot of the mask that's CG without the mask on, rather. But yeah, like this... Or it's like a 10-second cameo I liked the Avengers, the the Endgame, the two most recent ones. I thought the the earlier ones were good, too, but they they felt a bit heavy with a lot of characters. The Mm -hmm. the last two I liked, it felt a little darker, and and I think all the characters made more sense, especially in the second one, because you got rid of a lot, but... um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how bloated this movie feels, if at all. If it, Maybe they'll pull it off. I don't know. The, from the commercials I saw, I was just like, uh, overload. Like, my brain was, it was too much. J. Jonah Jameson. As long as he's in it, I'm happy. It was just too much for me. I'm like, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of people. Um, I like Zendaya, so it's like, okay. You know, but she had a very small part in the other one, so it was like, like she wasn't... That was a pretty decent part, I guess, but... Was, uh, it, I'm sure she'll be she more wasn't in, this in one. a lot of it, so yeah. I was just like, okay, you know, 
I didn't get too much of her. Hopefully she'll be in more of it, I guess. But I, I don't For know. For me, I like watching a lot of what is, you know, because I'm not, it's not like a story thing. It's like, yeah, they're going to fight and whatever. But I always, I love it when they find interesting ways to do things. Like that's one of the things I loved about Shang-Chi is the, the, the meticulous way they went about doing the fight scenes and they made them f- feel really authentic to like, you know, some of the older Jackie Chan stuff and whatever. And whenever you can find interesting ways to use these superheroes abilities is always like fun and, and stuff. So for me, it's like, if they can do that interestingly, then that's, that's always fun, you know? And then, you know, as long as the visual effects are on par, then it should be a good time. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's a lot of people. And, um, you know, it's like just watching the, the commercial and it's like, you know, Favreau, Cumberbatch, and, yeah. um, Defoe. Oh. Yeah. I, I can't Defoe. with Willem Defoe. I, I can't watch stuff that he's in. Uh, freaking Molina, you. Simmons. It's just like, my God, who didn't you get? I, I don't yeah. know. It, it's too many people for me. Yeah. It's it's overload for me. So I'm I'm going to be like, <laughs> it's just, I'm going to be very present for this film. Yeah. And if I like it, it's going to be a definite surprise for me. So I'm kind of going I'd in be surprised expecting if you the worst. You're gonna, you're probably like, ah, I liked some of it. But then once all the fucking things started happening, I was out. I, I think it's going to get like <laughs> massively fantastical. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just going to be like confetti. Yeah. Just so much of it. Um, so anyway, we will be talking about that next week clearly yeah. uh, there's still a bunch of other stuff that we uh have to watch we've got movies that are coming out over christmas mm-hmm. um so sure we'll watch the matrix that's coming out yeah watch I'm the matrix to see where they go with that um, so only I, one director came back mm-hmm. to do it and they got everyone except Lawrence fishburne and what's his but face how do you not have Lawrence fishburne and whatever what's his what's his kind of reeves no the like he's in it the mr anderson guy uh-huh and get him either. I mean, I love Jonathan Groff. Listen, I fucking love me some Jonathan Groff. And I love that he's in it. But, like, how do you not have Hugo Weaving in it, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I can kind of see that because they're sort of like these replicas and, right? Like, they were so, like, he was was able to sort of morph into more than one of him. So I guess they could just replace him with something else. Sure, but it's still. He was, like, part of the Matrix yeah. and all that. So I guess. But, um, yeah, for me, it's more like you don't have Morpheus. Yeah, that's a big one. We'll just get someone to replace and maybe nobody will notice. And I'll be honest with you, like when when the first when the first one came out, I saw that shit opening weekend in the theater and was just like, "What the hell did I just watch?" Yeah. Right? I mean, we never we had yeah. never seen anything like that in cinema before. It was crazy. Um, but it, everyone's like, "There's more bad Matrix movies than there is good ones." That's the problem for me. Is like, I loved the first one. First I was one blown was away by it. Yeah. The second one was like, okay. It was okay. I, there were aspects of it, like like the like all the shit that's happening on the highway was really cool. The effects were really cool. Yeah, the yeah. fight scenes were very yeah. cool. But the story itself got a little bit too much. And then the third one, I was like, "What is even happening?" I don't even yeah. think I paid attention to what was going on there. Yeah, it lost I, I, me. I remember that one the least. But I'm interested to see because I don't remember exactly where we left off. Like, I, I thought don't know. He was like. He was being plugged in. Like, I thought he was like Jesus or something, right? Wasn't he kind of like... I couldn't even tell you. He was like kind of like... He kind of like took over because he became so powerful that he was basically like running shit or whatever. Like I don't even freaking know because I, I, so I don't remember anything about the third one. I'm to see how we got one. to where we are. Like, if unless he was like... Yeah, I mean, we'll see. My guess would be like he set it up. Are we going to have to recap the third then to know what the hell's going on in uh, this one? I don't know. Anyway, there's As a well. bunch of stuff. Um, don't will. Look Up is another movie, obviously, that I'm I'm waiting to see. Yep. 
Um, that did also get, I've seen a couple uh, reviews tear it apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so like and if, we will not, I'm oh, sorry. What? I was gonna say we will not be reviewing the Ricardos. No. No, we're boycotting the Ricardos. I'm sorry, but I'm not doing that to myself. Nicole Kidman? Or Lucille. I will not do that to Lucille or to Ricky. I just, I, I can't. It. Uh, I don't even, I, like, I don't even watch the trailers. This is a case of where you trailers, have a it's good like, actor in that? the wrong role. Yeah, know? like, look, like, Nicole, Nicole Kidman's Kidman, a good actor, my, but my she's not. My with is... Nicole Kidman, because um, she was great in the hours, right? She's, yeah. d- she's done stuff that I do like. My gripe with her, which sounds really bitchy and superficial, but I'm sorry, is that, you know, it's, there's... It's not a secret that women in Hollywood get a lot of work done. And she went through a phase where she got so much work done that she just could not emote. Her Mm -hmm. face didn't fucking move, you know? So it's like I was not enjoying her in movies when it was like her face is frozen. And if you can't move your face, then like that is like 75% of acting. So she was losing me with that. It's nothing against her. She's She's a fine actor. It's just she is not Lucy Ricardo. She is not. Yeah. She can't play Lucy Ball. Like she just can't. Yeah. She just can't. Yeah. That that wasn't a part for her. I just like there's no way that she's starving for a role. I don't understand why she even took it. Yeah. That's kind of what like I was just like why? I, I mean, you because have to look so at yourself animated. in the mirror and be like, yeah, I'm not pulling that off. Yeah. Like that I'm not she's not a comedic actress. She can like she'll deliver things in a funny way every so often, but like she's not a comedic actress. You have how do you how do you not cast a fucking comedian? Yeah. To play Lucille Ball. She's how? so animated, especially for that time. You know, with her ooh. I like know Deborah Messing that... got a little messy about it because yeah. she didn't get the part, and yeah, she could have been a little bit more like. Yeah, I could have um, seen her doing that for sure. You know, but uh, oh my god, I I'm completely blanking right now. Um. It was between her, like fan fan wise, when oh, okay. people were like, "Okay, these are the two people." Like, obviously, it was Deborah uh, Deborah Messing, Jillian Anderson. Jillian okay. Anderson did like a photo shoot as Lucille Ball, and she looked oh, very right. much like her. That's just so long ago. Yeah, and it was that. like, yeah. how did we not go there? I mean, for me, or, like from a looks perspective, or pick an that, unknown that yeah, yeah. looked, yep. so, you know, that would would be like a shoe in for yeah. her. And I also like. Uh, and I feel like Javier Bardem. Yeah, that like we're like let's just sense. let's just pick a Hispanic actor. Let's just go with anybody. Yeah, it's like yeah. okay, no, <laughs> yeah. we we're moving ahead. But we have way more like uh, uh, Latino actors that than we used to have. So can we yeah. just stop for a second? There are other people it's, that it's we could weird. cast. Like, I understand that Aaron Sorkin is 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 considered a great writer. Um, and I, I know he's directing this and he's been directing more things. I just don't understand the, his whole obsession with like, like he did this with Jobs and, and mm-hmm. some other films where he's like, I'm going to do three moments in their life and I'm going to film those moments and whatever. And it's like, OK, I get it. But it's like, I don't know if that was the right platform for this. If you're going to do this film anyway, regardless of the people that don't want you to do it. um, I don't understand how you don't like do something more interesting with it than something you just did with Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know. Like I was a little eh with Fassbender as Jobs, but he worked because yeah, Fassbender's amazing and and he at least kind of looked a little bit. Had like the same sort of yeah, kind of yeah. moat, I guess. <laughs> I guess yeah. But, but it's th- like you know, and he did a good job in the role. And I I actually think for as much as I hate to say it that what's um that uh, uh, Kutcher. No, I didn't see that one with Kutcher. 
But um, the what's his face played Waz. Mm-hmm. He, he was fine. Seth he was Rogen. fine. Yeah, Seth, uh, Seth Rogen. He was fine as Waz. Like he did yeah. a good job. Yeah. Um. So you know, no shade there at all. But it's like I just I don't get the this this thing with the it's like a kitsch I, of like oh these three moments. Also, is like I already know some somebody would say well there's absolutely they're not gonna they're not going to cast a no name to play Lucy Ricardo for something this big because it's Aaron Sorkin and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so, okay, yeah. Steven Spielberg cast pretty much a no name to play Maria in the remake of West Side Story. Yeah. Uh, Zegler or whatever her name is. Um, she like, this was like her big break. Yeah. Um, she's done, I think like little stuff before, but yeah. now she's like in the next Shazam and you know, now yeah. she's going to be in a bunch of stuff and it's like, okay, it's what, how much more classic do you get than West Side Story? And it's like, yeah, well, you know, if this person can play the part, like, I'm yeah. not going to lie, I'm not watching that. I, it, There's just no, well, it, yeah, nobody asked for this that. remake, I'm not watching I it. I didn't care about the first one. But and... like, it, it just like, I, I don't know, like, I hate the, the, the misconception that something can't be successful if you have a no-name actor in it. Yeah. Like, it absolutely can, especially if that person is and better for the like, part. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I don't want, and I put that on the the directors because they really like when you when you're Aaron Sorkin, you know when you're a no name director, you're on the lower you know end yeah, of the pole. You like you, you have to you. this the studio's yeah. like no, that's not happening. But it's like when you're Aaron Sorkin, when you're Steven Spielberg, you know you have the ability to say, listen, this is the person that I want. Yeah. This is what you know. This person is best for the for the part. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman, like I just don't know where that came from. Like yeah. I. It was very, it if was a very I wa- odd choice. I'm gonna, if I watch that, it's going to be with complete disdain through the entire film. So why would I do yeah. that? Like, I'm just going to be annoyed. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And I it. think that's like, look, I, I don't want the the actors to, to not work. But I think giving new actors a chance in, in these roles, because it's, it's not like, look, it's not like you're picking somebody off the street and hoping they can act. Right. You don't do like they can they can act or they've auditioned. So, you you know, they've done other things. Every so. A-list actor was once a non-union actor. Yeah. Like, you and know, so you, and it's like, yeah, we're not even asking you to flying take, out of the womb like take that. some extra and be like, hey, can you act? Right. I don't even care. Let's <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah. You know, but it's like um, giving people that aren't as as you know, it's just like the same 20 people in Hollywood are taking all the roles sort of thing, you know, and it's like it's a little bit of share the wealth. And, and I don't know. I'd like to see a lot of bigger actors do smaller roles as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I just feel like this, it's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I thought, like, it. I understand not, you know, have, if you say, well, this, if Lucy's going to be a no-name, then we need to get a big um, actor to play Ricky. And I'm just like, like Oscar Isaac. I think yeah. Oscar Isaac would have been a better Ricky Ricardo than yeah. Bardem. Yeah. And but, that's also assuming that he wants to do it. Like we say that, like these actors have yeah, no yeah, choice. Like, yeah. well, no, he's going to be in it because we said so. And so we don't I even understand know if they were the that. first choice. You know, they may have went to other people and they were like, know. no. I'm not I just don't know. I don't understand all. how, like, someone with with the experience that Sorkin has, just like sat there and was like, "Yep, these are the two actors. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, Perfect. That's weird. <laughs> this was cast perfectly. I don't know. I don't get. I'm it. I'm great." So this is gonna be amazing. I'm I'm not I, I'm not going to partake because I, I there's just too much of it that just doesn't. And it was mesh. an Amazon, right? It was Amazon. I don't even it? know, I'm man. I'm pretty sure it was Amazon. I don't even know. I just uh, it just makes me it makes me sad because Lucille Ball was like literally one of the reasons why I wanted to be an act. Two female actresses growing up 
that inspired me the most was Lucille Ball and Laurie Metcalf. Mm -hmm. Those were ironically two comedic actors. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a comedic actor, so go figure. But uh, those were like the two women that I watched growing up that 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 sort of sparked the most interest in me in terms of character development. Right. And because uh, that you know before that I had all kinds of you know I there were all types of actors and Gary Oldman everything was but that was just it like. I watched. I loved Gary Oldman because I wanted him to be my boyfriend, of course, obviously. But sure, like you do, yeah. as as one does. But it was like I didn't. I didn't have crushes on mediocre actors. Yeah, you know, like my obsession was always with amazing well, actors. You married a very mediocre actor. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're the world's okayest actor. That's right. Um, and um, you know, just like I was always fascinated by being able to watch an actor be one person and then be somebody completely different in something else that yeah. just fascinated me. And so it's like, I feel like this woman deserves more that first they screwed her up with that statue that they put up of her in, in, in remembrance of her, like her, it was the scariest thing you'd ever seen. I don't know. The artist oh, was like, yeah. had taken like an, an entire fucking bag of shrooms before they <laughs> sketched that thing out and, and, and molded it. It was horrific. Then they finally like, righted the wrong yeah. and now we've done this yeah. <laughs> like what did she do to she deserve no this respect, yeah. um she's an icon like why are we screwing this up so badly anyway um you know shout outs mograph mograph and if you have a film or something that you uh send it our way yeah do all if that still stuff listening past all the babbling i'm of... saying i know we just went like totally off the rails that's what we're good for yeah. uh, as i said before we will be watching spider-man that's Spider all you're good for that's all you're good for we'll be watching spider-man and we'll be reviewing spider-man and other stuff probably maybe i don't know like i have a feeling that's probably going to be it because i don't even want to put something else in that what were we going to watch like Spider-Man and some crazy indie, like super yeah. <laughs> indie, like $200,000 movie. One of these things yeah. is not like the other. It would help, you know, like it would help bring attention to it because usually the the superhero film reviews are the ones that do better. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know. I don't think I, yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not too, I want to just get that out of there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and find something else. Just let me sit here and. Ramble, ramble on, on Spider-Man. Yep. Well, I guess this means this, and that means this. Yeah. Look. And... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's just not my thing. I won't lie about it. At least I'm genuine, right? Yeah. I don't pretend. Yeah. And I'll be the first person to say, if I ever got cast in a Marvel movie, I would be like, "Yay, me! I love Marvel." Yeah. Casting directors, totally. <laughs> and then I would come home and be like, "Explain everything to me." <laughs> I'd call Brandon this, and be yeah. like, "Brandon, I'm not even a good source." <laughs> I'm, more, um, I'm not even like a real nerd. I'm I need like all of nerd. the info. I'm a movie one immediately. I'm not a comic book one, yeah. Yeah, because it, you know, you'd you'd be stupid as an actor not to take that opportunity. But I'm yeah. not gonna be like, you know, oh my god, I've always wanted to be in a Marvel movie or Star Wars because yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like at this point, it's more that my my affinity for Star Wars is yours. Because yeah. I'm like, he loves this. So I would be like, how cool if I could be in a Star Wars movie for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Not can, even can for you me. Get me on set. <laughs> Not even about. for me, but for you. Is there some kind of prop or something that I can take home yeah. from the set? Just something that he could have. I don't know. Take your lightsaber. He could be home. like, my wife is in Star Wars. That's that's why I would do it to give you yeah. that. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, yeah. what a moment in my life I've always wanted to be in. Like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. <laughs> we got Joba Fett's and Boba Foots and yeah. 
Jahava the yeah. ring princesses. I don't know. This Do I is... have to wear a, a gold bikini? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> God, I hope not. That... Yeah, that would be uh, that would definitely not be something that they would cast <laughs> me. <in. laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. So thank you for being with us. And um, yeah, 181 episodes. I don't know what's happening for 200. I want to say something special, but oh, another okay. year. How many years? What is this? Third year? What are we going on? Three years? Well, there's, there's 52 weeks in a year. So this is, you do the math. It's a little over three years. I don't like doing math. All right. A little right. over three so years. So I strike you as a, kind of a person that's mathematically sound? No. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.